Isn't he amazing? <laughs> I love it. I love it. He is so cool. We love our president. Plus, I just uh, saw a post from uh, uh, We the Pepe who said he's the only president who tells us he loves us. <laughs> Isn't that something? Isn't this the most beautiful thing? You know, I just also saw another post by Stormy Joe. I think it was Stormy Joe who said, you know, just really take, you know, just relish these days. This, as crazy as it is, this is this is the greatest day to be on earth and to witness the destruction of the beast of revelation and we're awake and we know what's going on i'm so glad you're here i'm melissa red pill the world i haven't been on for a couple of days it's been super busy please continue to pray for me i'm i'm needy actually chest deep and probably in over my head in a big battle so uh, i just just continue to pray I just believe the Lord will not let our enemies triumph over us. The Lord will give us great victory. And so we just keep praying and pushing back the darkness and that uh, every pit that they dig for us, they will fall into in Jesus' name. So isn't this wonderful? I love our president and he loves us. So we love you back, President Trump. And so this is my channel right here. If you're not familiar, this is freedomforce.live. Freedomforce.live. I want to make sure I'm recording here. Um, go there and you will see 700 videos about how this is biblical. This is literally biblical. This is the day that we've been waiting for that we'd be set free from our enemies. I just posted Zechariah chapter nine. You're going to just love it. You've got to go and listen to that. I'll, I'll read it at the end, but this is the book that I wrote. I'm not really a writer, but I'm a, I'm a Bible teacher and I, I decoded revelation. And if you haven't seen it, you've got to go see it. So many people are still like, Oh, the red heifers and Israel and all this. We are Israel. We are Israel. Those who have the same faith as Abraham are Israel. This is the day that all of Israel, wherever we live, whether we live in Russia, we might live in India, we might live in China, we might live in Venezuela, Brazil, wherever we live, we're being set free. It's not about just a little pocket in the Middle East. That's not, that's not biblical. The biblical is those who have the same faith as Abraham and many of the, you know, the, the tribes were scattered. You might literally be a physical Israelite. Who cares? The point is, do you have the same faith? as Abraham, where you put your trust in the Lord, you, you believe God and God counts your faith as righteousness. This is what believing in Christ is all about. You are righteous in, in his sight because of what the Lord Jesus did on the cross. So this is the book, End Times and a Thousand Years of Peace. I also have the other one, End Times Major Clues from Minor Prophets. They told us this day would come. They told us what would happen, and we're seeing it with our very own eyes. What a day. So let's go. We're going to talk about what our wonderful president said at the rally yesterday in Michigan, which we love. It's just nothing better than a Trump rally. And so also I'm going to share with you what is going on in Russia. It's so important, and I wanted to, I want to play like I want to play like five hours of videos. <laughs> so I'm going to make sure that you have the links to everything and you go and listen to it yourself. They don't want you to listen to uh, Putin. They don't want you to listen to the representative of the Federation, the Russian Federation who spoke at the UN uh, council this week. They don't want you to hear any of that because that's too much truth for them. <laughs> they want to be uh, continually deceiving us, but we're not listening to the drivel anymore. I just, it's, we just can't listen to lies anymore. Thank you, Lord, that he is guiding us into all truth. All right, so here it is. I, one of my favorite things that he said last night, I'm proud to be fighting for you, and I will be fighting for you for a long time. Check this out. I am their Come on. number one target, but I am proud to be fighting for you, and I'm going to be fighting for you for a long time. For a long time, for a long time. He also said that about Jair Bolsonaro, the president of Brazil. He just talked about that this morning, um, saying to for the folks in Brazil to <coughs> go out and vote for him. 
and that he will be fighting for them for a long time also. Isn't this something? This is just a, it's, we're going to enter into a thousand years of peace. Just like I said on this, this book here, a thousand years of peace. It's the end times for their evil schemes over us. And it's a thousand years of peace for us. It's beautiful days. We are on a mission to restore the Republic to greatness. Isn't this beautiful? Look at this. It's like each one. They, I love how they have the lighting because it's like each one of us is a light. You are a light. We are all a light of truth that we are sharing wherever we can, and they cannot stop us. They can't stop us from talking to each other. They can't stop us from texting, from emailing, from, you know, yes, maybe they're tweeting. Maybe, maybe they've stopped us from that. You know, who knows? Just keep going everywhere you can to, to be that light. Isn't that beautiful? We are on that mission to restore uh, the Republic to greatness. You need to ensure these thugs and zealots go down in the largest midterm defeat our nation has ever seen. Isn't that the truth? Yes, we will. Yes, we will. Look at this. <laughs> and then they can't even gather about five people in a room. This is going to be gigantic. And if so many people have, have joined in to be part of poll watching, so just whatever the Lord leads you to do, be a poll watcher, be a, a precinct chairman, where, you know, just join in with the patriots in your area to to make sure that your election is as free and fair as possible. Um, he he was uh, bragging on our wonderful Mike Lindell that we adore. He's and he was. To bra- I'm going to play that clip here in a minute. But everybody doing what they can do. Each one of us can do something, and together we'll get this done. This is what he talked about on January sixth. The Secretary of Defense and others. 10,000 to 20,000 troops to ensure peace, safety, and protection. That recommendation was turned down by crazy Nancy Pelosi and the mayor of Washington, D.C. They said they didn't like the look of it. But that means there was no insurrection, because somebody creating an insurrection doesn't recommend from 10 to 20,000 troops to keep everybody safe. But you won't hear about that from the fake news media right back there. There's a lot of them. Boo. Boo. I'm so glad that we are the news now. We are the news now. Basically, if you come out of listening to the mainstream media, you'll be able to get piece it together and understand what's going on. They, they will keep, if you watch the mainstream media, you will have just a continual frustration and, and things just won't add up. You come out of that baloney and you're, you can understand what's happening. We might just have to do it again. Let's just see what he says here. Than any sitting president in the history of our country, as I said. And now we might just have to do it again. I think you're going to be very happy. I think you'll be very happy. Listen to the people. Under these ridiculous rules and regulations, you don't have to talk about it. The campaign finance laws we have in this country are so stupid. But I think you'll be very happy. But first, we have to win a historic victory for the Republican. Yeah, the campaign finance rules are stupid, stupid. It's, it, it is geared toward helping the incumbent and all their, um, to, yeah, it's, it's very, very, it's not just stupid, it's evil. All right, so then let's see what this I'm announcing that today we are filing a lawsuit against Donald Trump. This lawsuit, Carly, is doomed from the start uh, because the attorney general that is bringing it, she bragged about doing so. Oh, we're going to definitely sue. We're going to be a real pain in the ass. 
before she launched anything resembling uh, an official investigation. It's a frivolous lawsuit. There may be some problems in the lawsuit. Letitia James has politicized this investigation. She campaigned on vote for me and I'll nail Donald Trump. She has fundraised on it. It's hard for me not to conclude it's a political uh, hit job. And this is a woman who campaigned for office saying that promising she was going to go after Trump. The Trump's argument here is not absurd. It's not ridiculous. The crux of their argument is we have been politically targeted by this attorney general, Letitia James. And you know what? They're right. And that's not a matter of opinion or speculation. That's a matter of fact. Prosecutors should know when they take the job, they need to be more careful about talking about politics. Even the New York Times pointed out how weak her allegations are. Letitia James has a real big problem proving fraud against the former president. She'll go after anyone to advance her political career. We got plenty of them. I will get Donald Trump. Just vote for me. Vote for me. Then she gets, well, let's see. What has Trump done wrong? Done nothing wrong. That's why it's gone on for years and years. No victim. There's no victim except Trump. And let me tell you, the judge we have in the case is even worse than her. We got a judge who's a radical left lunatic. He's treated us so horribly and unfairly. Does not even care. He's calling out the judge. He's not even care. There's never been anything like what's happened to me. There's never been. But you know what? We will persevere. We're going to do very well. But they've treated us very unfairly in New York. And I think it all comes down from Washington. They're telling these locals to go after. They failed. They're telling these locals to go down and get Trump. It shouldn't be allowed to happen in this country. This should not be allowed to happen. In the Manhattan DA's office, a number of prosecutors actually quit. I love these people, whoever they may be. They quit because they thought I was being treated unfairly. Can you imagine prosecutors quitting? But I actually gained a certain respect for the DA and for the office because of the stance they took. The previous weak and ineffective DA, a guy named Cyrus Vance, who's, by the way, whose father gave away the Panama Canal for one dollar in perhaps the worst business deal in history. Might, might be the worst deal ever made. After we lost 25,000 people to malaria, the mosquitoes, and billions and billions of dollars to build it many, many years ago. And by the way, yeah, he's so what go ahead, I want you to take away about that is not only that they're doing this wrong to him, but look at his attitude about it. He is fighting back, but he's not worried. He is confident that we're going to to win no matter how much they have done against him over and over and over. I mean, just I, I'm not going to go through the litany, but the point is he still is confident that we're going to defeat them. So let's just let's just. Follow in his footsteps on that. Whatever they're doing in, to you in your town or on social media, wherever it is, just keep fighting and just have that, that faith, that confidence that we're going to defeat them. You know, and, and together we will. I mean, look at the people. Look at this. And so anyway, I'm just so thankful that we have avenues of getting this truth out now. And he certainly does. I think he's up to like 4,000 people on Truth Social now and growing and growing and growing. And so uh, our job is to just push this out there every which way. As it says in Joel chapter 2, we go over the walls and through the windows that we share this truth and that they can't stop us. So, so cool. All of us working together. Now, he was bringing out about the, um, the January 6th. Defendants, pretrial defendants, are being held in solitary confinement at the D.C. Gulag by the Biden regime. Ugh, just read this. Uh, listen to what President Trump says in support of these 
these wonderful patriots who are being just horribly treated. Check it out. Likewise, the Biden administration has locked up dozens and dozens of political prisoners in horrific conditions, horrible, horrible conditions in Washington. So filthy, so dirty that people don't even want to go there to look. They don't want to look. They get sick. And by the way, somebody that did go there is Marjorie Taylor Greene. She went there. She went there. And she didn't like what she saw. What she saw, she said, she told me, I've never seen anything like it in my life, what they're doing to these people. And even solitary confinement for protesting, and that's what they did. They protested on January 6th. You know what they were protesting? Primarily the election results. They were protesting, persecuting people who just happened to be there. Many of them didn't even go in. I am their number one target, but I am proud to be fighting for you, and I'm going to be fighting for you for a long time. I just was looking up the name of that website to, tr to support them, j6truth.org, j6truth.org, and j6legal.org, j6legal.org. So if you want to help to support them in their, in their struggle, just it's, it's, uh, it's horrific. And I just, I'm so sorry this is happening, but I would just encourage them if, that this is, the Lord is going to use all their suffering for good. This is waking up people. You know, the border's waking people up. The, the whole thing going on worldwide with, the, with Putin and all that's waking people up. It's, you know, it's all trumpet blasts. We're in the middle of the Feast of Trumpets 2022 and where these blasts are used to just rattle people to wake up, you know, because they've just... You know, it's just hard for people just, they don't want to pay attention. They don't want to see what's going on. They just want to live their lives. And I understand that, but it, we've got to wake up and, and push back against them. So just understand that this is awful. I'm so sorry what's happening. If it is exposing that these people are completely lawless and, and hate the constitution and hate Trump and his supporters. And that's what they would do to all of us if they could. I mean, in the past, they're like, oh, you're crazy. Well, look at this. We can show. That, look at what's happening to these very people. You know, it's, and they did not have, they've been put in, 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 in jail in this horrible position, uh, condition without even going to trial. They don't even have charges against them. And they've held them in this horrible condition for all this time. I mean, these are people are completely, uh, and Louis Gomer just had a, a video I just posted on the social media that, you know, this is absolutely lawless, what they're doing, un, you know, unconstitutional, clearly. All right, so this one is, let's see, um, and they want to see him in prison. Look at what he says. Religious liberty, confiscate your guns, indoctrinate your children, criminalize dissent, and even put their political opponents in prison. I think they'd like to see me in prison. Can you imagine? I think they'd like, you know why? You know why? Because they're sick. They're sick people. For those of you who are not familiar with Q, Q's always talked about they're sick. He didn't use another word. He uses the word sick, right? Because these people are sick with evil. Okay, he, he's using the word sick really means evil. But um, the, 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 don't worry, the Letitia James is a civil suit. It doesn't, you know, it's, it's maybe to hurt him uh, politically. Clearly it's not working. And, you know, but it's not a, it's not a criminal. She can't, she's not bringing a criminal suit against him. So anyway, don't, ultimately, you know, they, they really, there's, they, they, they can't lay a, lay a jab on him. All right. So then this one was where they, uh, 
everybody's shouting out USA. Anyway, no matter what the left-wing tyrants throw at us, no matter what they do to us, we have no choice. We have to keep on going. We have to keep on fighting because we are on a mission to restore the republic to greatness. We're on a mission to bring it back. And it's really down, and it's down very big. Down very big. Very precarious what's going on. Very, very precarious. Is there anything better than a Trump rally on a late Saturday afternoon slash evening? Having a good time. Isn't that beautiful? So these people have been standing out in the line for hours and hours, likely have not been able to go to the bathroom. You know, uh, lately they've been able to get something to drink or eat. This is not something that's an easy thing to do. And they're standing there and they're so happy to be there. And, you know, it's just an amazing thing. This is a... this is not what they're doing, and they're all completely energized. Do you think each one of them is is fighting hard in this battle to wake up their family and friends? <laughs> That'll be a yes. All right, so now this one is about these are sick. Again, he goes, the sick and dangerous people. Win the election. Should he win, we have an insurance policy. You know what the insurance policy was? All of the things that we've been through over the last five years. These are dangerous people who are willing to burn every American institution to the ground to target their political opponents. These are very sick and dangerous people. But we will never let them silence us. Truth Social, go out and sign up now. So he's not just talking about all that they've done to him. He's talking about the COVID, the jab, all of this. This is all there, what they've been, now with the this hurricane, now with, I mean, because literally y'all know that they can gin up a hurricane with, with laser beam. They've been manipulating weather since the Ho Chi Minh Trail in Vietnam, okay? Probably before, maybe even since before then, but that really took it up because they seed the clouds with um, with uh, silver nitrate, I think it is, but they with lasers. Anyway, you know, with the, now what they've done in, in uh against, you know, with using Ukraine, we've sent 88 billion. Is that the number? Some crazy amount of money that we've sent over to Ukraine. This whole thing with the, with the pipeline. I mean, these people are sick and will stop at nothing. This is why it's taking so long to dismantle them because they're so dangerous. And as I've told you before, thankfully we had this whole, they, they ate up a lot of the clock. If you think of it like a football game, they ate up a lot of the clock by doing the, um, the, uh, the jab. And that ate up a lot of the clock because if they had been pulling out some of this other stuff back then, pulling out the nuclear, I mean, you know, it, it could have been a million times worse. And that's what he couldn't say, but that's, that's what I can say on this channel. All right. So, um, this is where he's talking about Mike Lindell, love our Mike Lindell and all that he is working on. He said just the other day, he posted to make sure to vote on election day not to really go out and vote early because we want that tsunami to come in and crush them and that they can't fudge the vote, that there's no way that they can do it. Companies couldn't afford to put on the commercials that you do. Will you explain this to me, please? Someday you're going to sit down and explain. He's the single greatest commercial buyer, but I have heard you're doing great. I have heard that patriots are buying those pillows and they're very good. (coughs) And everything else. But we want to thank you. This guy's been fighting this fight. And the FBI raided Mike. Can you believe it? They raided Mike. They took his phone. 
And Mike looked at them like they're crazy. And he shared the gospel with them. <laughs> he shared Christ with them. Who does that? He really is a very unique individual, isn't he? And I, I put the, the link didn't work exactly. So here's the link right here, MyPillow.com to support Mike. MyPillow.com slash Melly, okay? They've got a great, look at that, three-piece towel sets. These are a wonderful towels. If you haven't had them, you've got to check them out. 20 bucks. 20 bucks with your promo code Melly, M-E-L-L-Y. All these amazing sheets. Buy one, get one free. Some is um, the Percale to uh, $29.98. They got the slippers on sale. They got flip flops. All these things for um, to help support Mike and to get some great products and to get ready for um, the Christmas season. Make sure that you get um, some great products for your family and support wonderful patriots at the same time. How cool is that? Now this is um, <laughs> now we're going to shift into where we're going to because I don't think he really talked about this whole Putin thing because he's leaving that alone. He's leaving that for us to share. I'm going to show you some things that Tucker said. <laughs> I love it. He's coming out with guns blazing lately. He says, please don't try to tell us Putin blew up his own pipeline. Save that for stupid people. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? That's the dumbest thing you ever heard. I've literally heard people argue that point. It's like, you guys, he could just turn the button, turn the thing off and say, oh, we're having technical difficulties instead of destroying it. It's so dumb. Check it out. Industrial terrorism, maybe ever. We know who probably didn't do it. Whatever you think of him, Vladimir Putin, he may be evil, but he's not stupid. Those were his pipelines. Russia paid for them. And critically, they gave Russia leverage over the rest of the world in the middle of a war. Those pipelines are what they plan to use to sell gas to Europe. So why would Putin blow up his own most important asset? So who did this? Well, we don't know. We do know it was just a few months ago that Joe Biden promised to, quote, bring an end to those pipelines. If Russia invades, uh, that means tanks or troops crossing the uh, the, the border of Ukraine uh, again, then uh, there will be uh, we there will be no longer a Nord Stream two. We we will bring an end to it. But do, but how will you how will you do that exactly? Since the project and control of the project is within Germany's control, we will. Uh, I promise you, we'll be able to do it. There will no longer be a Nord Stream 2. Okay. So when this week there no longer was a Nord Stream 2, someone blew it up. A Polish lawmaker who's married to Ann Applebaum of the Atlantic and close friends of Joe Biden tweeted this. Thank you, USA. He's since deleted that tweet. Wonder why. So based on the evidence, the likely suspect is not Vladimir Putin. Obviously. Blame Putin for whatever you want. But he clearly didn't do this. I mean, right? Well, not if you're the U.S. media. You're insane if you suggest that the Daily Mail, which we love, but they just ran this headline, quote, what Putin could gain from blowing up the Nord Stream gas pipeline. What? The article noted that, quote, conspiracy theories abound. The conspiracy theory being if you suspect that maybe Putin didn't do it, you're crazy. But in reality, Putin blew up his own pipeline, quote, as part of a terrifying new attempt to intimidate the West. What, by destroying his own country? This is insane. It's idiotic. Now, again, we can't say who did it. We're pretty sure who didn't do it. And telling us otherwise is just too insulting, actually. Save it for dumb people. Please. Thank you. Thank you, Tucker. Save that for dumb people. <laughs> this is so dumb. Why would even, it, you know, for anyone to believe that, come on now.
you know, and I know I just put out a, I was so glad I put out a, a poll on my social media and we're like, you know, nobody on our channel, I think it was 2% thought it was Russia. <laughs> you know, it's just like, no, nobody's believing that. Okay. So then on Bannon, um, they had, uh, 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 D Darren Beatty on because Koffler and L whatever his name is, L L I can't remember. This other guy were saying, oh, yeah, it's Russia. It was Russia who did it here. They were just, they're blowing up their own pipeline because that's going to be, make everybody else upset. It's like, anyway, so they're there. And I was just like, please don't feed us that BS because we're not buying it. We're not buying the BS. So then he has, um, you know, because Bannon is saying, okay, well, I'll listen to both arguments. And at the end, he starts laughing because, you know, Beatty, uh, Darren Beatty just destroys this stupidity of Koffler and, um, and so he starts laughing and basically saying, clearly, there's no way. So check it out. ...is also coming down our side. Walk us through why you say this is all absurd, ridiculous, infantile, and it was the Americans that did this, sir. Well, look, I'm trying to stay objective on this matter. As I mentioned before, I'm not a fan of the, uh, you know, the globalist American empire or anything. And my assessment was that Russia is in a much worse position now than it was before it initiated its so-called special operation. And so similarly, I try to apply objective analysis to this situation to the best of my abilities. And I'm open to persuasive arguments that Russia most likely did this. And maybe those arguments exist somewhere. I haven't seen them, and they certainly don't exist in this article penned by uh, Rebecca, and you know, what can I awesome. say other than God bless her? I'm sure she's a good woman, but the there is no argument here. I mean, I, I'm glad to go by, you know, go through it point by point. She, you know, I guess thinks that it sounds like official um, and sophisticated to have five points. Wow, there are five points. Okay, let's go through the five points. She says, first, Putin has the motivation. Facing potential defeat in Ukraine, he is desperate to reverse the momentum on the battlefield by resorting to dramatic escalation. Okay. This is his way of trying to compel the U.S. and Europe to stop providing long-range weaponry to Ukraine. How? How does destroying the pipeline prevent the U.S. and Europe from preventing those sending weaponry? It, it doesn't make any sense. She said, the outcome if, if Ukraine is existential issue for him personally and for Russia. Okay, well, what does that have to do with the pipeline? What does that have to do with the, you know, who's in whose interest it was that the pipeline was destroyed? Um, then she says uh, the risk of Putin having. Let, let me ask you. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. I, let's 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 set that aside. People can read it, and we know that you can go through point by point. But are you? I'm not saying concerned, but the the thing is that this people are saying this is Russian misinformation or disinformation to point the finger to the Americans. What what evidence besides uh, Ann Applebaum's husband tweeting it out, thanking the Americans immediately? What other evidence do you garner? to say it's pretty obvious Americans did it. Okay, I want to make sure that y'all understand Ann Applebaum works is the, is the uh, works directly with with Biden. And so she's married to this guy. So he put this out, thank you. Okay, and then in a minute I'm going to show you how the Russian Federation showed that in the UN Council saying, "Look at this." Now he's since taken this down because they're, they're, they're in such a bubble. They think that we're believing their BS like we always have and they're you know they don't 
and they don't realize we're we're on to them. And it's not only the the people in the United States; it's people all over the world. You know, we have not. You know, we who are in the United States have not been uh, subject to the bullying of that that our this the. the U.S., the CIA has done all over the world. We've been believing the mainstream media all these years, thinking that we were saving the world, and it's a, everybody around the world has known. No, that's not the case. We, you know, they've been using these bullying tactics all over the world. If you didn't see it, even Iran was was. They're shouting death to America, not because they don't want the Americans. It's the leadership. They're saying the leadership, and we now know that that this boot, this Biden <laughs> leadership, the Biden leadership is all of them are these this bullies of the world. The NATO is the bully. So I'm going to talk about that also. Is you know for this to be dismantled, you know, and is that a the honest, question is is that a bad thing? If if NATO is the bully of the world, is that a bad thing for it to be dismantled? And this is what's happening. What we're the basically that's the head of the cabal, the New World Order cabal. And they might say all day long, "Oh, we're helping to, to foster peace in the world." Well, I, I, I'm not seeing it. What you know, all I see is you're is you're stealing all the money from the American people to protect your criminal operation in Ukraine and other places. I mean, has anyone? It's has anyone being been paying attention to life and politics in the past four or five years? You're asking me. <laughs> Well, people are saying that pointing out obvious inference is Russian disinformation. Gee, where have we seen that dynamic before? How many times in political life in the United States have we seen the dynamic where these worthless U.S. intelligence officials point to something glaringly obvious and call it Russian disinformation? That's never happened before, Steve. I, it's just, this is entirely new. <laughs> Hang on, hang on. We got Darren Beatty for a right. personally. Because of all the people in the world, Bannon knows full well how much the mainstream media is just lies, lies, and lies, and more lies. And so, you know, when they come out with something, I mean, this lie is so bad that it's it's it just it's laughable as Bannon was doing, and it's ridiculous. Anybody who believes that that he he blew up his own pipeline. I worry about their their mental stability. Anyway, so this is a picture that was sent out. Uh, I think it was by um, oh, a Monkey Works maybe. Allegations circling 4chan that the U.S. aircraft Poseidon P8 was responsible for the Nord Stream explosion. So this is the plane that they were saying that they. Um, I'll show you a little bit of it. So this and and actually um, the UN representative showed this all um, talked about this in the UN General Council when he was explaining that this is the transponder, this is this is you know, public information, and this is what the people on 4chan the, the, uh, have gone in and seen. Yes, this is a U.S. Poseidon 8, P8, whatever, that was, is a very, just the exact time of the uh, Nord Stream explosions. And it's all right there for anyone to go and see this transponder information. That this plane went right through there, and it's, I mean, they weren't even trying to hide it, as he said. I'm going to show you that. Very important. This is the statement by the Russian Federation to the UN Council regarding the pipeline sabotage. And interestingly, Brazil, China, and India abstained from the issue about the annexation, okay? Because they were saying, oh, they are not allowed to annex their, their, um, these places in, let me just show you the map. All this was annexed. Isn't that coincidental that all this happened at the same time? Right when they're annexing back, they're people. These are historically Russian people, Russian lands that were stolen from them. Imagine taking 
t Texas and saying now it's become Mexico and we are not protected from them taking our children, doing anything in the world, no law and order that the people of this, the, this these group, these places, Lugansk, Donetsk, Zaporia, Gerson, all this, these were under now Ukrainian control, but they did not have the protection of, you know, of being in Russia anymore. They didn't move. They just now became gobbled up by the Ukrainians and they had no, no rights. No, if you think about it, if you were, if Texas was part of now Mexico and now no longer had the rights that we're afforded in the United States, how, how desperately we'd be like, America, save us, bring us back home. We don't want to be part of Mexico. We don't want to be part of the, 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 um, the cartels in Mexico. All these people that I know in my town have moved over here because they're like, we've got to get away from the cartels. There's no law and order in Mexico. So they came just across the border and all of a sudden now they have the constitutional rights afforded to them in America. Yeah. So these same very people, they want to have the rights that they they should have in Russia, but they've been under this horrible, you know, really a Nazi regime, and they would take their children, and they could there was nothing they could do. I mean, it, the, they had no just just I'm not even going to go into it. It's how horribly they've been treated over in this area, and so the UN General Council is saying Russia is evil to you know, to annex these provinces, these belong to Ukraine. No, these people are Russian people. They historically have been Russian. They want to go back to Russia and they, and this is exactly what Putin and his people have done. The, the people of Russia have done. It's the most beautiful thing you ever saw. Look at this. They're just rejoicing in the streets. <laughs> to now be back and part of Russia finally after all these years I guess 20 years something like that and you know it was not supposed to happen you know whatever it's a, just a long story but anyway I love the celebration in Russia because the people of the Donbass the Kherson the Zavaritsia provinces are home where they belong look at how beautiful this is look at this at it without crying it's so beautiful to have them back where they home where they belong it's the most beautiful thing in the on the whole wide world to see this restoration and we're going to see that also for all of us we're going to have all this restoration worldwide it's just going to be so beautiful and so you know they're like no you know we're the un general council is against this and and we want everyone to to vote this you know to vote to 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 condemn russia for what they did well <laughs> These people that were clearly not geniuses because did they not realize that Russia had veto power? So they did veto. They're like, yeah, we veto this. <laughs> we're not going, we're not having it. I mean, what geniuses are they? And notice that India, Brazil, and, um, and China, all, none of them signed on to this thing to begin with even before it was vetoed by Russia. So what does that tell you? More people are, you know, the, these people around the world, gigantic, I mean, it's huge. Brazil is huge. China's huge. India's huge. They're like, nope, these people, Russia, 
uh, deserves to annex their their nation states back their pro these provinces back into um, into Russia and so this is this is a beautiful thing it's a beautiful thing and all this bullying it's just not working anymore it's not it's very exciting now I want you to see so he's talking about all this I want you to see this man who is uh, bringing this up I'll read this little quote here with China Brazil and um, India abstaining it makes me wonder if they will vote to hold the Biden administration responsible for this atrocity so you've got two things happening you've got the pipeline that's burst and um, <coughs> was blown up clearly not by Russia and then you've got them saying, no, we're not going to condemn Russia for annexing back their people. So this all happens at the same time in the Feast of Trumpets. This is a worldwide blast of truth. This is the blast of truth of that the NATO, the UN Council, all of them are bullies and everybody's realizing it. Okay? Maybe not, I don't know how many Americans are getting it but because they're so full of the mainstream media, but we are, we get it. That's what we need is for the international community to call out and hold responsible for the real criminals. We're not going to have a world war. We're not going to have a, a nuclear war. I know it's a scare event. I understand who knows what's going to happen in the next few weeks because it's going to have a scare event's going to be necessary. I understand that, but we're not going to have this war where the people suffer. The, they would love nothing more than that. Trump is not going to allow that. The white hats are not going to allow that. We're going to hold the criminals, the ones who are responsible for all this, responsible. We're going to hold them uh, to an account for what they've done. So buckle up and just watch uh, what happens next because that's what has to happen. The whole world has to recognize this is this, whether they call them the Antichrist or whether they call them, you know, whatever they call them, recognize that this cabal, this new world order, this Illuminati, these are the evil doers that have done all this foment and all this evil throughout the world, and they have got to be stopped. So, yeah, isn't that an interesting little way to say it, Illuminati? Yeah, that's the truth. All right, so this is the wonderful man who is uh, the representative for the Russian we Federation. Thank the representative. And, oh, my goodness, I want to play the whole thing for you guys. It's so, so good. But um, he's, he's blasting away their argument, saying how stupid it would be for them to blow up their own pipeline. U.S. President John Biden said, and I quote, if Russia invades, I mean, that means tanks and troops crossing the border of Ukraine again, then there will be no longer in Nord Stream 2. We will bring an end to it." End of quote. In response to a journalist's question about how this could be possible if Nord Stream 2 is controlled by Germany and not by the U.S., President Biden replied, I promise you we will be able to do it. This message was then parroted by many U.S. officials. Fact number two. In June 2022, the Danish island of Bornholm, where three months later the Nord Stream incident was to take place, was the site of large-scale NATO exercises in the Baltic Sea, or Baltops. As the U.S. publication Sea Power wrote, one of the main objectives for the alliance during these exercises was to test unmanned underwater vehicles for which the waters off the island were best suited. Following the conclusion of the exercises, the American landing ship USS Kearsage did not leave the Baltic Sea and remained near the Danish island until the 20th of September. And the most interesting part is that ever since the end of August, the ship's helicopter unit began to systematically patrol the area of Bornholm Island, and the flight path of the helicopters curiously coincides with the route of the gas pipelines. I want to stress that this is open data on the geolocation of maritime and air transport, which is collected on the basis of data from transponders. In other words, the United States did not hide their presence in the area and carried out their maneuvers in a demonstrative and deliberative manner. It's transponder data, just like I was showing with that airplane. You can see that they were doing this right, right by where this, this pipeline explosion happened. It's, they're not even trying to hide it. Manner. 
Fact number three, immediately after the incidents, the former Minister of Defense and Foreign Affairs of Poland, Radek Sikors, had posted a photo of the leak site on Twitter and openly thanked the United States for this sabotage. He wrote, This is the one. This is the very one, the thank you USA. He printed that gigantic so everyone could see it. Why is he saying thank you? Because they know it was a U.S. operation, not us. <laughs> the cabal has been running, the, 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 the bad guys who've taken over our government. Thank you, USA. Here is a photo of that tweet. Under it, the acting member of the European Parliament commented on his own tweet and said, I quote, there's no shortage of pipeline capacity for taking gas from Russia to Western Europe, including Germany. Nord Stream's only logic was for Putin to be able to blackmail or wage war on Eastern Europe with impunity, end of quote. Yesterday, apparently realizing that he had said too much, he deleted his tweet. We also cannot fail to note that Mr. Sikorsky's wife, Anna Applebaum, is a person who enjoys access to the circle of power in Washington, D.C. and a wide variety of information. Fact number four, almost at the same time as the sabotage on the Nord Stream took place, the Polish city of Golin marked the official opening of the Baltic pipe gas pipeline from Norway. Poland has long positioned this pipeline as a salvation from the Nord Stream, even though, incidentally, the capacity of the Baltic pipe is far inferior to that of Nord Stream. Fact number five. Okay, so he's saying that this is a, what a coincidence that this all happens when they open that Baltic pipeline, and it's, it's, less, it's far inferior to the Nord Stream pipelines, but isn't that such a coincidence? This has happened. They, oh, you know, they shut down, the, the, the Nord Stream shut down, but yay, we've got the Baltic, so you can buy from us, and we can control your energy. Is the statement by NATO in connection with the incident warning of the dangerous strikes against NATO infrastructure. It's as though NATO is afraid that someone will retaliate for something and take revenge on them. And as, listen to this. An easy conscience betrays itself, as the saying. An evil conscience. A guilty conscience betrays itself. They're saying, oh, well, we were afraid they're going to try to attack us. Why would you be afraid they'd be they would try to attack you unless you have a guilty conscience because of what you did? As in any investigation, first and foremost, it is important to establish who benefits from the current situation or, as investigators say, who had the motive and the opportunity to commit the crime. Let's analyze this further. Does the destruction of Nord Stream benefit European states? Hardly. They in this case, become dependent on a more expensive and extremely unreliable supplier. And I'm referring to the host country of the UN headquarters. If we set aside the Polish, Czech, and Baltic politicians who have gone completely mad with Russophobia, then despite the off-the-charts anti-Russian hysteria in the EU, experts cannot fail to recognize the danger of such a scenario and its consequences for the European economy. Serious environmental damage has been dealt to the Baltic Sea. Maritime communications are under threat. Colleagues from Denmark and Sweden confirmed all this in their letters to the Security Council. The objective significance of Nord Stream 1 and 2 and their contribution to Europe's energy security has been repeatedly stressed by top EU officials as well as those of its member states. For the European Commission, Nord Stream initially had the status of a project of common interest and enjoyed full political support. The gas pipeline system has made a significant contribution to diversifying gas supply routes. So in other words, is, is, is Europe more safe now, more secure now? No, cle clearly they're not. They're under, you know, they, they have less ability. It's more expensive to go through the, the Baltic pipeline. They're, you know, under their under their thumb and under their control. This is not a, a better situation. So that's that argument doesn't hold water. Like the Yamal Europe and Turkish stream pipelines. Their commissioning has made it possible to gradually begin to move away from the transit dependence of urine's gas supply on the monopoly of the key of government, which has become known for its unscrupulous business practices, or in other words, simply theft. Germany's leadership has been saying for many years that the need for gas for Germany and Europe will only increase. 
2021, Austrian authorities stated that Nord Stream would contributes to the energy security of Europe and welcomed steps that would improve the reliability of the continent's energy supply. The aftermath of the ensuing energy crisis has proven right those who understood the importance of Nord Stream in ensuring stable and predictable energy supplies. The interruptions in gas supplies caused by European and American sanctions in 2022 already negatively affecting European industry, its profitability and competitiveness, and are provoking the immigration of skilled labor and the transfer of production capacities outside of Europe and to the United States in particular. Energy poverty has not only returned, it has soared to the top of the agenda not only in the developing world but in developed countries as well. The resumption of deliveries primarily under long-term contracts as Russia has offered and continues to offer would allow to stabilize the situation in the manufacturing industry and avoid an energy collapse. So he's talking about the the Germans and are not only in danger because of the, the coming winter, but also it's it's a, it's gr terribly affecting their economy, and they have no ability. You know, it's really affected their ability to to um, uh, be competitive in the in the world market. The next question is whether the destruction of the Nord Stream benefits Russia. If you look at it from the point of view of common sense and not in the spirit of morbid fantasies about Russia being able being ready to do anything to intimidate Europe, then of course not. It makes no sense for us to destroy a project in which we have invested such a huge amount and from which there could be a significant economic return for us with our own hands. After all, you yourself in the West have claimed that we profit from the export of energy resources and benefit from their rising prices. And finally, the main question, whether what happened with the Nord Stream benefits the United States. And the answer is undoubtedly, American liquefied natural gas suppliers should be celebrating the manifold increase in LNG supplies to Europe. And from a political standpoint, the last thread ensuring the energy independence of the EU has been ruptured. Due to the energy crisis, European production has been hastily transferred to the US. They are receiving top personnel, advanced technologies, production resources, things that Europe has been accumulating and developing for decades. The residents of Europe have been left to face their problems alone. And across the ocean, no one cares that Europe is in for a very dark, cold, and long winter. In connection with these very simple and logical questions, I want to ask the US representative, can you confirm right now in this room that your country is not involved and has nothing to do with this sabotage? Colleagues, of course, we are not setting the goal of finding and naming the perpetrators today. Security Council is not a judicial body. It should not take on such tasks. Okay, so, yeah, we're not going to get into the bottom line of who, who did it because he's basically asking the U.S. if they did it because clearly they, this, this group benefits. We, you know, no one here can, would think such a way. You would never think of such a way to, to blow up and hurt the, the ecology, the environment, hurt the, the people of, 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 uh, of, of Europe. And, but this is an economic war. And they're trying any, they, any way they can to remove this power from Russia. Clearly, the loser in this is Russia, and the winner is is the U.S. Okay, not you and me, but these, this this cabal that has run all this, and that they would be rejoicing in this, that they would be, you know, that they had won this huge financial gain. But I'll tell you, it's the very thing, like it talks about the hunt for Red October, that this this thing that they are they they did to to the world, really, not just to the Russian pipeline, but to the world. This is going to actually destroy them, just like in that movie where they sent out that that uh, uh, that whatever not the underwater missile, whatever you call that thing, the submarine. <laughs> I can't think of the name of it. Y'all know what I'm talking about. And it turned around. Remember, it spun around and it blew them up. That's what's happening. This is not just in America, but worldwide. Everyone's going to be pointing all their anger, their animosity toward these people for this terrible crime against the world, really. And that's, a, that's what has to happen. People have to put it together and realize these people are pure evil. And we can tell them all day long, but when they see this, then it's, it makes more sense. 
This is why Russia advocates a comprehensive investigation to shed light on the true circumstances of the incidents. We would be interested in hearing the views of our Western colleagues today and hearing their official position. We hope that you will abstain from meaningless Russophobic verbal gymnastics, such as those that you used in relation to the Ukrainian strikes on the Zaporizhia nuclear power plant. Should we expect you to make statements that following the masochistic shelling of the Zaporizhia nuclear power plant, where we ourselves are located, we began to detonate our very own gas pipelines? It is quite clear to us that carrying out sabotage of such complexity and scale is beyond the power of ordinary terrorists. We consider the actions to damage the gas pipelines to be deliberate sabotage against a crucial element of the Russian Federation's energy infrastructure. This is an attack that could hardly have happened without the involvement of state or state-controlled actors. This is not something that some, some <laughs> shoe bomber could do. This is something that had, had, had state actors who were working together with other countries to, to make this happen. Clearly, there's no other way about it. And he and the other guy's going to speak. I'm not going to play the video because if when he does, I want to throw something. I just this is the U.S. representative to the U.N. Council, and he's over there talking about, oh well, how dare you? You're a conspiracy theorist. You're you know you're crazy to think that the U.S. would have anything to do with this. And this there'll be an investigation, and but this investigation won't be rushed. I mean, it's the whole same, 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 same. They do all the time where they are like, oh, we're going to do an investigation, and it comes to nothing. So aggravating. We will certainly identify all those involved in this act. Those standing behind it cannot claim to be a non-party to the armed conflict or to have neutral status, which it must be admitted Western countries have long violated. Moreover, <laughs> Western countries have long violated. Again, not the regular people. Just like when we say, you know, downed with China, we're not talking about the Chinese people. We're talking about the criminal leadership. I want to stress that any international investigation into the incident can claim to be objective only if it involves experts from Russia. We are also convinced of the need for not only those countries in whose territorial waters the sabotage was carried out to participate, but also representatives of German as it was the main intended recipient of Nord Stream gas. If the theory that certain states are involved in these terrorist acts is confirmed, then this will mean a deliberate escalation of the conflict. I hope, colleagues, that everyone in this room is aware of the dangerous brink to which those who committed this act of sabotage are leading us. Thank you. So he's, he's basically saying we need to get to the bottom of this and who is responsible for it, and that's where we're headed. There's no doubt. This is not going to get swept under the rug. This is going, the entire international community is going to work together to expose these, these real criminals and, have, and help, uh, hold them to an account worldwide. That's what's going to happen. All right, so then Chief Nerd posted this. This is from Doug McGregor saying Putin is about to settle the war on terms we might not like. And he says, if we persist on this line, we will see NATO dissolve and fragment. Now, he's looking at that as if it's a bad thing. And I just have to say, I just, I'm not seeing it. I don't know because everything I see out of NATO is, is uh, it's not what it's purported to be. They put the, uh, the paragon of wisdom and the paragon of peace and they're anything but, anything but, you know. And I love that on the BRICS nations, you know, we see clearly. Now, you, I understand with it with China. Okay, and this this is a huge uh, CCP element. If you remember on the Q post, so it talks about maybe our, our Russia and Xi working together to 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 destroy this cabal. You know that's what that's what really we've been led to believe on the board. But look at India and Brazil, both supporting Russia in this and against NATO, against the this UN General Council who is trying to 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 to, to condemn Russia. For the annexation and for and saying that they had blown up their pipeline, so Brazil and India are not going along with that. Huge, Russia, huge, China, huge. Okay, this is and then to be honest, a lot of these German people—they're the ones who are caught in the in the crosshairs of this whole thing. I think that they're probably 
putting it together because they are being used to uh, in, the, in the middle of this uh, struggle. So check out what he says. See you this evening. Just a whirlwind whiplash of news today when it comes to Russia and Ukraine. What should we make of it? Well, not uh, quite what uh, Senator Graham had to say, or for that matter, Sen uh, President Biden. The destruction of the pipeline was clearly not executed by Russia. No one believes that. In fact, the German population has been polled and overwhelmingly uh, is opposed to the notion of any war with Russia and dismisses out of hand the notion that the Russians are responsible for the pipeline. I think three things are, are what we're dealing with right now. First of all, Putin has decided that no one in Washington will negotiate with him, and he knows that Washington is ultimately in control. And so he's decided that in response, he's got to escalate the military operation. People aren't aware of it in the West, but the Russian forces in Ukraine have always been outnumbered from the day they entered Ukraine. That's going to change rather dramatically. And I suspect the bombers that she referred to, who carry both conventional or nuclear weapons, will have conventional arms. And those bombers are probably going to be used in the escalation that we're about to witness in Ukraine. And I think he's going to settle this dispute in Ukraine on terms that uh, are acceptable to Russia that we may not like. But other than Poland, no one in NATO is interested in going to war with Russia. If we persist on this line, we will see NATO dis dissolve and fragment. Because they will assume you're saying they will not follow Poland's lead, not stand together. I assume that's what you're saying, Colonel? Of course, absolutely. No one wants to go to war with Russia other than the Poles and the, a few people in Washington, D.C. Well, that will be the key. That will be the key, whether or not if the world will not follow the Poland into war with Russia, will, in fact, the leaders of the United States of America push the world into war with Russia. Colonel Doug McGregor, always great to hear from you. Thank you so much. And I'll tell you one thing, Trump's not for that. He said he would come in and, and try to work out and negotiate a deal. He said that he posted that th this week. Is he going to come out and, and, and uh, negotiate, help, help negotiate? I'm sure they don't want him to negotiate because he'll negotiate them right into prison. <laughs> well, let's just see what happens. It's an, that was an interesting thing that he, that he truthed out. All right, so I want you to see all this. You've seen the, 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 the map. All these people are now back, part of Russia. They're having these huge celebrations, all the wonderful celebrations in the, the, these provinces, the beautiful celebration that happened in, in Russia, absolutely beautiful and so exciting. We know that um, you know all, of these, all that's going on is really boiling down to the Biden administration and Poland against the world really is, is the, is the corner that president Trump has backed them into. And then look at, you know, I really encourage you anytime you get a chance to listen to, to, um, to Putin, I really encourage you to do so. And I, I love it when people have actually translated it so you can actually listen to it in English, which makes it so much easier. I've had, uh, I've spent like two hours trying to read, uh, the captions and that's kind of more difficult, but listen to what he talks about as far as these children and protecting the children from this horrible crime. I mean, if I had told people years ago, oh, they're going to try to do uh, change, uh, have sex operations and, and all this and, and try to force your children and, and to, to, to thinking they're in the opposite sex. I mean, it's just, you'd think, well, she's lost her mind, but that's what we see. And look where Putin comes down on this issue. And the key authorities, they should see this expression of will with respect. And that's the only way we can reach a peaceful solution. I, got, oh, I want to show you this real quick. You see the white, what is going on with my laptop? Um, you see this, um, I don't know if you saw that flag. It's a, it's a white horse. Uh-oh. 
I've got too much going on. I really do on my laptop. I do have too much going on on my laptop. But on this, on this, um, it's not going to do it. Anyway, so he's basically talking about, no, we're not going to, we don't want this in our country where they're trying to change our, you know, children's uh, gender. I mean, just absolutely asinine. And their flag is a white hat stomping on the, like a demon. It, it's a, it's a, you know, an evildoer, uh, a dragon or whatever. Um, but look at what it says in Zechariah chapter nine. This is where we are in the end times. And this is the book I wrote, uh, end times, major clues for minor prophets. You can get it for two ninety nine of an ebook. You can also get paperback for eight ninety nine. This is decoding all of the minor prophets, Habakkuk, Zephaniah, Zechariah, Malachi, Micah. And here's the portion of Zechariah in chapter nine, where it says of what we're, they all talk about what we're seeing right now, but here's a, here's a wonderful example. The Lord will appear above his people. His arrows will fly like lightning. The sovereign Lord will sound the ram's horn and attack like a whirlwind from the southern desert. The Lord of heaven's armies will protect his people and they will defeat their army, their enemies by hurling great stones. That's what we're doing. We're hurling great stones of truth, demolishing their stupidity, <laughs> their stupid arguments, just like you know we saw from Tucker and what we share. They will shout in battle as though drunk with wine. They will be filled with blood like a bowl drenched with blood like the corners of the altar. I mean, just talking about bringing justice, justice to the world and all those who are truly criminals being, uh, being brought down, put to shame and being punished. That's what this is, this is a picture of. On that day, the Lord, their God will rescue his people. Just as a shepherd rescues his sheep, they will sparkle in his land like jewels in a crown. How wonderful and beautiful they will be. The young men will thrive on abundant grain and the young women will flourish on new wine. It's talking about this great joy, this great joy of that will be liberated, just like this amazing joy that we saw of the people being restored to their homeland in Russia. Isn't that beautiful? All right, so I want to share this with you. Um, these are the books that I wrote. Don't forget to check them out. And you can also get the audio book. Look at my, <laughs> look at my laptop. It's just like, it's too stressed out. The, uh, the books end times and a thousand years of peace. Sorry guys. End times and a thousand years of peace. Also end times, major clues from minor prophets. And you can also see the audio books right here. You can listen to them because I think it's easier, uh, maybe on your commute or whatever to listen to them. Um, and also go to all of our social media, join all of our social media, definitely check into, I don't know if you know if this is going to work. <laughs> because <laughs> my laptop's so tired out. But the all these wonderful links about how you can get your health back. I have so many wonderful ways to detox. That is really, really the key. See, it's not going to do. But um, you can detox so many wonderful ways that you can detox. You can get wonderful nutritious food, get what you need to, to restore your health. Seriously, you guys, this is, um, what we, they have done to us is they've done a real number on our health, but go to this health page, Melly's favorite health links, go, get wonderful products for your home to make sure you detox your home. I, you know, we're going to have our health back and we're going to have our country back. And so let's get started right now. Let's pray. Thank you again, Lord. Thank you for this promise in your word that this is, we're going to see this day and we get to live and watch it and be a part of it. And we're just so thankful that we get to be a part of what you're doing and that you continually guide us into truth. Thank you that you have delivered us instead of us free from this matrix of lies and that we can now piece all this together by your spirit. Help us to share with other people. And Lord, we're not going to worry if they don't get it because we just know that you are at the head of the column and you are leading us out of all of this. And we trust the plan. We trust you that this is your great day and nothing can stop what is coming. We pray for all those who are who are fighting these campaigns. We pray that you would bless them. We pray you'll strengthen them. We pray that you would guide them their every step. We pray that the, that the trips, the tricks and the traps that the enemy set, that they will fall into them and that uh, that uh, they, they will have all their strength 
will be removed, that they will not be able to, um, to win at all over your people, that we will triumph over our enemies and that our people will be set free from every village, every school, every city council, every, every place in our whole country, Lord. Guide us, help us to, to set us free. And we pray all this in your great name, Jesus. Do this miracle for us. In your great name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. I love you guys. I love you so much. And I have got to jet out of here because I probably this video is like an hour and a half. <laughs> All right. I will talk to you later.